We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, November the 24th, 2021. Today's show, it feels good to be good. I break down South Carolina's big 85 to 74 win last night over the Wofford Terriers as Frank Martin's squad improves to four and one early in this 2021-2022 basketball season. Also, guys, of course, it is Wednesday. We're talking gambling. Best bet for South Carolina Clemson as well as SEC gambling picks for week 13. Guys, we have got a packed slate of games that I've into here on this robbery weekend and a packed Wednesday show for you as well. Guys, of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, for all your movie needs this holiday season, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Let's get it. right now can someone pinch me folks it has been nearly two weeks since the Gamecocks lost in anything and I tell you what it feels good to be Good, and it feels so good to be talking to you all here on this Wednesday, folks. Again, hope you're all doing well. Appreciate you all tuning in. I'm Chris Phillips, host of the Spurs Up show, as always, and we have got a packed show for you here on this Victory Wednesday, might I add, as again, Gamecocks basketball, of course, last night, getting the big win over Wofford. We're going to break that down, talk about that much more. Also, of course, it is Wednesday. We're talking gambling. A lot to get into, and of course, it's Wednesday 
of rivalry week. So you know things are rocking. You know things are rolling. It's a bad week to be a Tiger. It was a bad night to be a Terrier last night. And guys, I'll tell you this. It is a bad week to come into my mentions or come into my DMs if you're a fan of that team in orange and purple. I am holding nothing back this week. If you've seen it on social media, guys, again, it's only Wednesday. We are having an absolute blast at the expense of those mouth breathers, those crayon eaters from the upstate. And again, I cannot wait to continue throughout this week. As again, we sit here on Thanksgiving Eve. Again, if you're with the family, if you're traveling today, safe travels. Hope you're doing well. And I hope this show finds you well, no matter where you are, what you're doing, whether you're on the commute, you're in the office, you're in the job, you've got the day off. Maybe you're with family. I hope you're with family enjoying this Thanksgiving holiday. Maybe you're cooking, you're in the kitchen. I know a lot of people start cooking today, getting everything ready. So again, appreciate you all taking the time to tune in. Again, we have got a lot to get into here on this hump day, here on this Wednesday. Before we do, a couple of quick housekeeping items, a couple of quick reminders. I want to remind you guys, first things first, it is Wednesday. And what does Wednesday mean? Wednesday nights at 10 roof in the Vista. Yes, folks, just because it's the Thanksgiving holiday does not mean we will not be out there. We're out at 10 roof tonight as normal, five to seven, taking your questions, your comments, your calls. And I tell you what, folks, if you're in the city and we all know what the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is, right? It's the biggest party night of the year, basically. I can tell you this, tonight at Tin Roof from 5 to 7 is going to be an absolute blast. If you need your fix for rivalry shit talk, if you need your fix for trash talk of that team from the upstate, Come on out to Tin Roof because I promise you, yours truly is going to provide all that you need and more. And again, guys, I tell you this. Again, we all know the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, it gets a little rowdy. It gets a little crazy. I got a feeling things might get a little loose at Tin Roof tonight in the Vista. But again, we'll be out there 5 to 7 at Tin Roof. Very excited to go live again, of course, on this rivalry week. With that being said, content update in case you missed it. Everything is normal this week with the podcast. The only thing that's different, no Daily Crow tomorrow, of course, because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So again, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm so fired up. I'm so excited. I love making the content so much. I was like, man, I really could go lie tomorrow. But you know what? It's Thanksgiving. Let's spend time with our families. Let's be eternally grateful and thankful for all the great blessings in our lives. So again, be sure to take that time, eat some turkey, watch some football, do your Thanksgiving thing, and we'll reconvene on Daily Crow on Friday. So again, all the rest of the content is normal. There'll be a ton of content on Thursday as well, tomorrow as well, but no Daily Crow tomorrow. Just wanted to update you guys. Final thing, guys, is this. I want to remind you yet again, the TSUS tailgate, the last one of the 2021 football season. And hey, what do they say? Save the best for last. Folks, I've got a feeling this Saturday at Seawells is going to be a tailgate for the ages. Again, if you've never been, spots 93 to 96, the TSUS and Big Cock Club flags will be flying. If you're asking yourself, Chris, where is Seawells? Right down the road from Jay's Corner. If you know where the rocket is in the fairgrounds, literally directly across the street from that. Again, we have had a blast out at Seawells all season long. And again, I'm sure, as you guys can imagine, I've got a pretty good feeling this is going to be the biggest and baddest tailgate we've thrown all season 
long. So again, guys, you're all invited. Would love to see everyone out there. And again, appreciate those who have stopped by all season. But again, I am really, really, really excited to see you out at Seawells. Oh, by the way, guys, quick reminder, I'll have TSUS and Clemsuck stickers on me on Saturday at Seawells. Again, to give out to everyone for free, obviously. So again, would love to have you guys out there. Give away some free swag. Give away some free merch if you are going to be one hell of a Time. You know what else was one hell of a time? Last night at Colonial Life Arena, folks, again, shooters shoot. And when shooters are making shots, man, it is a ton of fun. It feels good to be good as the Gamecocks get the big 85-74 to 74 win over the Wofford Terriers. Guys, first things first is this, because I talked about this game, of course, briefly after the game on social media, as I normally do with my post-game takeaways and stuff like that. One thing I did not mention, though, is that this Wofford team is a pretty solid squad. So this is a quality win for the Gamecocks. This is a quality win. An 11-point win over a Wofford team that, again, guys, I think is one of the better teams in the SOCON and will compete for that conference championship. And again, Wofford's a program, very, very proud basketball program, consistently, year in, year out, is pushing to be one of those teams in March Madness. So again, do not sleep on this win against Wofford. I picked a three-point win, which, by the way, maybe, just maybe, my prediction of Hex, my prediction curse is somewhat broken. Who knows? We'll have to see later in the week what I picked with the Carolina Clemson game. But either way, I picked the three-point win. And many folks are like, oh, Chris, we're going to win by 10. We're going to win by 12. The spread guys open at Gamecocks minus six. That dropped right before tip to Wofford as just a three-and-a-half-point underdog. So, again, a lot of sharps in Vegas. A lot of sharps in Vegas saw this being a really close game. Guys, I'll tell you this, and, again, I said it in postgame, and I will continue to reiterate it. And I said it after the Gamecocks beat UAB. This is such a fun basketball team. And when you're talking about these newcomers and you're talking about these guys that came in from the transfer portal and the true freshmen as well, it is so much damn fun. And I cannot recall watching a Gamecocks basketball team that is more fun with this one. Again, I, it's only been five games. I don't want to overreact to what we've seen thus far. But when you shoot 60% from the field, 60%, guys, 31 of 52 is what the Gamecocks shot. And they shot 50 5% from three-point range. Folks, you're going to be unbeatable when you shoot like that. You just flat out are. And the Gamecocks also overcame. Listen, I'm not going to sit there and say that, you know, Wofford had the refs in their back pocket or anything like that. But for the longest time, I mean, Wofford had like 15 free throws and we had like two. It was insane. Couldn't get a call. Wofford was getting every single call early, it felt like. And like I said, guys, they can shoot. I mean, you saw them hit some big three-pointers. You know, Klesmit, the guy we talked about in the prediction on social media yesterday, 27 points for him, a really, really good player. But shout out to my guy yet again. Like I said, guys, you shot 55% from three, 60% with the field, and the guy leading the freaking way. Almost said a bad word, but the guy leading the freaking way Man, Eric Stevenson, 25 points, starts out hot yet again. He went 9 of 14 from the field, 5 of 7 from three-point range. 
I mean, where has this come from? Because I think this was a guy, you know, I thought he was going to be better than he was early in the season when he had the game where he was like 0 for 10 from the field or whatever, like 0 for 10 from, from three-point range. But he's always been, if you look back at his career, he's been a career like 30% three-point shooter. And all of a sudden, I mean, this dude can't miss. This dude literally can't miss. And he has become your best scorer. Again, guys, like I said, though, you look at some of these newcomers. Look at these new guys. James Reese continuing his hot basketball, 15 points, 5 of 10 from the field. Of course, your returner, Jermaine Kustar, 14 points. It was great to see Kus play good basketball. And again, guys, this team is so much better when he plays good basketball. Wilden's Levesque with six points. Jacoby Wright, I thought that a lot of really good things with four points. Devin Carter with four. Uh, or excuse me, Chico Carter with four. Devin Carter with seven. Sorry, I got my Carters mixed up there. Um, Taquan Woodley. How about Woodley down low with six points as well? Again, it's a lot of guys contributing in a lot of different ways. Again, I think Wilden's Levesque is playing fantastic basketball. A.J. Wilson with four points in his Gamecocks debut. And again, you mix all that together, you put all that together, and you shoot 60%. 60% from the field. I mean, I mean that is, that is guys, I, I said this after the game, and I'll say it again. I have watched Gamecocks basketball for quite a while. And many times after watching a South kind of basketball game, I've said to myself, that was a shooting display. That was a shooting clinic. However, I don't feel that I've ever watched a South kind of basketball game and referenced a shooting clinic and was talking about the Gamecocks necessarily. It feels like every single time I'm talking about a shooting clinic, it's South Carolina playing porous defense, and the other team gets really hot against them. And, of course, the game goes accordingly. I have never seen a Gamecocks basketball team shoot as well as this one did last night. And, again, I'm not over-exaggerating. I'm not overreacting, guys. Again, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be like the Gamecocks basketball historian or anything. You guys all know, you know, basketball is probably my third sport. But, I mean, I obviously still do love it. I love it. But I'm not going to pretend to be the Gamecocks basketball historian and be like, well, I'm going to compare them to this team and that team and that team. But in my time watching Carolina basketball, I genuinely cannot remember a better shooting performance than the one we saw last night. And again, I know it's early in season. I know it's Wofford. Again, it's only the fifth game of the year. There's still a ton of basketball to go this season. But that was a big win. And again, guys, like we talked earlier, you're just starting to see – these guys really gel, and, and these young new pieces, these transfer portal guys, really, it looks like they're having a lot of fun, guys. This team is fun. And again, I don't know if that means you're going to be an NCAA tournament team. I don't know if that means you're going to be an NIT. I don't know if that means you're going to get SEC play and fall flat on your face. I don't know what that means necessarily. But damn it, right now, this team is a lot, a lot of fun to watch. And guys, again, this might sound obvious. This might sound obvious. But I've always looked at basketball like this, right? Like football, we're going to watch no matter what. We're going to watch it. We could lose every single game and we're going to watch, right? And we're going to find entertainment. We're going to tailgate. There are things we can pull from the football experience, even if the product on the field is not good. There are things we can pull from the football experience that make it enjoyable, right? Baseball, for me, I'm a baseball guy. So, again, while the season gets very long, if you're not good, there are things I can pull from that that I enjoy no matter what. 
basketball for me, here's my feelings on basketball, just purely from my fan side and my fan perspective, if you will. Watching bad basketball, like going through what we went through last season, so brutal. I mean, it's so, so brutal. To me, there's nothing worse than watching bad basketball. But I tell you what, when you're making shots and you're moving the basketball and you're fighting for rebounds and, uh, you know, you're not turning it over and you're, and you're playing smart basketball and, and, you're, and you're athletic and you're quick and, again, you're making shots from outside, you're making three-pointers, it's a thing of beauty. I mean, it is, it is so much fun. It's as much fun as any sport to watch. And honestly, again, that's how I felt last night. I was like, dude, this is fun. This product, it may not be that traditional slow-paced, we're going to win with defense, we're going to win 62-60. to 60. It may not be that. And I'm sure that'll make Frank Martin go batty, go crazy, but that was fun to watch last night. And again, I'll tell you this, the defense clamped down when you needed the most. Wofford shooting 39% from the field, 34% from the field. Again, guys, give them credit. Give them credit. They've got some really, really good players. They're going to be a force in the SOCON this year. Again, I would still like to see the Gamecocks. The big thing, and I think the big point of emphasis is still clean up the turnovers. 17 turnovers, and again, just the Wofford's 14. So you've got to continue to clean up the turnovers. But again, you won the boards. You outshot Wofford. You played a really solid game. You played a really good game. And also, again, guys, in a game where Wofford shot eight more free throws than you. They made seven more free throws, and you still won by 11 points. So, again, a job well done by this ball club. You fought, you fought, you fought. You were tough early. You know, Wofford, I thought especially in the first half, gave you all they could, but you had a four-point lead at halftime. I I thought you came out of the gates firing on all cylinders in in the second half. And, again, you're starting to see these pieces really gel Together, guys, here's maybe the biggest takeaway of all. Here's the greatest positive of all. Last night was your fifth game. Guess what that means? Keyshawn Bryant's suspension is over. We're going to see Keyshawn out there Sunday against Ryder. What a boost that will be. Guys, you could still argue he's the best player on this basketball teammate. What a boost that's going to be for Frank Martin squad. And again, I'll tell you this. If you'd have told me in the preseason, hey, Keyshawn Bryant's going to be suspended and you're going to go four and one in the first five games without him, I would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. Would have signed up for that in a heartbeat, no question. So again, this team, I think, has done a great job weathering that storm, not having one of their big proven guys. Again, a lot of these newcomers really stepping up big time, led by guys, like I said, guys, James Reese, Eric Stevenson, Chico Carter, Devin Carter, you know, Kusnar playing extremely valuable minutes and playing good basketball. I think Wilden's Levette, guys, early on has been incredible for this team. And like I said, I don't want to overreact because you're going to have some stiffer tests down the road in games against teams like Georgetown, Florida State, and you're going to get an SEC play. But I tell you what, there have been some, these last two games especially, some really nice quality wins on your home floor. And again, I think games that you maybe in the past would have seen South kind of lose. I mean, let's call it for what it is, guys. I mean, we watched this team before lose to Boston, lose to Stetson. We've watched them lose some really, really bad games. And I know Princeton wasn't the greatest loss in the world, certainly. I mean, again, I'm still not happy about that Princeton loss. And maybe Princeton turns out to be a tournament team this year, but I've been extremely impressed with these last two wins. And again, I think now, like we talked about earlier or talked about a couple of shows ago or last week or whenever it was, 
you've got an opportunity now to really build momentum going into some of these bigger matchups. Guys, let me get to my biggest takeaway from last night. And again, I, I don't want to overreact because I don't want to eat these words, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it, guys. I'll tell you this. This is Frank's best shooting team that he's had in quite some time. It, it is truly a thing of beauty. You, you shoot 60% from the field. And this team is hitting open shots. They're hitting contested shots. They're creating shots. I mean, it, it's just in, in, in multitudes of different ways. Guys are getting hot from outside. You're going down low to your big men. And again, I, I think this team, I will say that's the one thing that maybe concerns me a little bit is that, and I think we've seen it this season, is that, you know, when the three ball is falling and we're hitting shots, things look really, really good. And we can't buy a bucket from outside. It, it looks it looks very, very, very difficult to watch. And I guess that's obvious because, again, oh, yeah, it's, it's basketball, Chris. You make shots, it looks good. You don't, it looks bad. But it's so true for this team as well because, again, the three ball is a very, very, very big part of our game. It's extremely obvious. But I tell you what, this team can shoot, and it's starting to come together. And I think this team also is starting to get confidence. This looked like a confident team last night to me, guys. This looked like a very, 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 very confident team. You know, although the game was close, Wofford had a lead early. This team never flinched, and I think they're playing with immense confidence, and especially a guy like Eric Stevenson on the outside and James Reese. And these dudes, I feel like, are becoming leaders before our very eyes. Because, again, you know, you got a lot of newcomers, but they're not freshmen, right? These are all transfer portal guys who have played at other Division I schools. So I think you're starting to see that experience and that veteran leadership come out from some of these dudes. But again, guys, my biggest takeaway from last night, and again, I know it's early, but in my opinion, from what I've seen, this is Frank's best shooting team in quite a while. I mean, it, it has been a lot of fun to watch, especially these last two games. Hey, guys, like I always say, shoot or shoot. And when they're falling, oh, man, it is truly a thing of beauty. On that note, guys, let's move to our shooter shoot award, our second ever shooter shoot award. And guys, I know he won the first one. I know he won the inaugural Shooter Shoot Award. How can you not give it to Eric Stevenson again? How can you not, guys? 25 points, six rebounds, and three assists. I mean, he earned it. I mean, he earned it. The dude is hot as fire right now. And uh, stay tuned. We, uh, we, I think we might have some big news coming out with our guy Eric Stevenson here in the near future. But, uh, no, Eric Stevenson, man, incredible. He wins the Shooter Shoot Award for last night's performance against the Wofford Terriers, incredible stuff, guys. And really, he set the tone. He set the tone. And whenever the Gamecocks needed that big bucket, it was him hitting it from the outside. He created also, I think, down low, was able to make some nice layups, um, some pull-up jumpers as well. Eric Stevenson, I thought, played fantastic basketball last night. So, again, it really has he's really turning into this team's best scorer. I mean, dare I say, he's turning into this team's best scorer, especially from the outside. So again, Eric Stevenson with 25 points, six rebounds, three assists. He wins the Shooter Shoot Award for last night's game against Wofford. Again, what's next for Gamecocks basketball, guys? South Carolina will return to action on Sunday afternoon, November the 28th, against Ryder, a 2 p.m. tip. And again, guys, you would think, hey, this will be the first game that Keyshawn Bryant will be back. So, again, that's obviously going to be a huge storyline for this basketball team. Very excited for Keyshawn to get back. What type of impact can he make? But, again, you feel like this should be a really good opportunity for this basketball team to move to 5-1. and one. And like I told you guys, building that momentum, 
You move to five and one. Then you've got Coastal Carolina on the road Wednesday. Let's just assume you win that. Now you're at six and one. And then what will loom next the Sunday upcoming? The Georgetown Hoyas coming to Colonial Life Arena for a Sunday afternoon tip against a six and one Gamecocks basketball team in front of what would hopefully be a packed out CLA. And guys, again, I'll, I'll close it on that again. I know I said this after UAB. I'm going to say it yet again. If you haven't done so, if you're still hesitant, again, I'm never going to get in anybody's wallet or in your schedule and tell you, you should be here, you should be doing this. But I tell you what, folks, if you were kind of on the fence, sort of waiting to see what the product was going to be a Gamecocks basketball, hey, I don't blame you, right? You want to make sure it's going to be worth your time, worth your money, worth your resources, worth your energy to come see. I'm telling you from my vantage point, from my perspective, this is a fun Carolina basketball team. So I highly encourage you to get out to CLA and come watch this group because I'll tell you what, these last two games in the building have been two of the most fun games I've been to in my time as a Gamecocks basketball fan. So again, really excited. The boys getting back to action Sunday, November the 28th against Ryder, a 2 p.m. tip with the opportunity to get to five and one with the return of arguably your best player, in Keyshawn Bryant. Going to be a lot of fun. Again, folks, feels good to be good. And watching the shooters shoot, it is truly a thing of beauty. All right, guys, of course, it is Wednesday. And what's happening the day before that Ryder game? Of course, the rivalry match. And we're talking the gambling side of things first as I give my best bet for Gamecocks and the Clemson Tigers. Of course, guys, you look at this line. Came out on Sunday. And I know a lot of us scoffed when we saw the initial line. I was able to talk to a couple of my buddies, by the way, Sunday morning after Gamecocks beat Auburn. And they were giving me their full thoughts and, you know, projections. We sort of like to guess what the line's going to be. And I had a friend of mine say, you know, I think it'll be six and a half. I think it'll be seven, you know, sort of around there. That's kind of where the consensus fell. I really thought when the spread opened up, I I thought it would be 10, maybe 10 and a half, something like that. So, When I saw the line open up at Clemson minus 14. Listen, on one hand, I think I get what Vegas is thinking in the sense of, hey, Clemson should be better than they are. And I think that's why, honestly, they've been overvaluing Clemson all season long. You look at them this year, guys, they're three, eight and one against the spread. They've been one of the worst in the country against the spread this year. So on one hand, I think I look at that and I say, okay, you know, they're looking at Clemson. They're looking at the Carolina roster and they're saying Clemson on paper. If we just look at recruiting rankings, if we just look at, you know, uh, the, the players they have, this should be a win for Clemson. Now on that note, was I shocked to see the spread a two-touchdown spread for a night game at williams Bryce Stadium in a rivalry game? Yes, I was. And I think all those in Vegas, and I think all those putting money on this game were shocked as well because immediately you saw that line shift. Immediately you saw that line move. And, of course, now, guys, the Gamecocks sit as an 11-point underdog. That line moved three points in an instant which I think, again, 11 
is much more reasonable. It's still a little bit higher than I thought it would be, but I think it's a little bit more reasonable. The over-under right now, guys, sitting at 43 and a half. This number has jumped between 41, 42, 43, now sitting at 43 and a half. So I think some money definitely has been coming in on the over because just two days ago it was at 41, which I I do tend to think is a little bit low. I I think it's going to be a, a defensive game, but that number now sits at 43 and a half. Again, Gamecock fans looked at this spread when the number came out and said, Chris, it's a no-brainer. Carolina plus 14, absolute no-brainer. On the flip side, you guys know how much I love to play totals. I've played a lot of totals this year. And I've even told you guys selfishly, I don't like playing the spread in Carolina games because, selfishly, for content purposes, it sort of ruins, or not ruins, but just spoils my prediction that I drop on Friday. And I talked about last week, guys, at this time, that South Carolina might not beat Auburn, but I felt really good taking the Gamecocks plus six and a half. And then I really thought, under the lights, the Gamecocks would play their best football, and it would be a one-score game and South Carolina would give Auburn all it could handle, if not win the football game. Okay. Like I said, I I was shocked when I saw that Clemson opened as a 14-point favorite. Again, I I understand what they have on their roster. I understand their history over the last couple of years. I understand the way they have recruited. But, guys, Clemson has been overvalued all season long. They've been opening up as these huge favorites all season long. And again, guys, like I told you, they are one of the worst in college football against the spread at 3-8-1 this season. South Carolina might not win this football game. They they certainly might not. But they're going to cover the number. I, I mean, at home, at night, in Shane Beamer's first rivalry game, and we're going to dive a lot more tomorrow and Friday into the matchups and the keys and the breakdown of the Tigers and all that. But to me, guys, you can look at the total if you like. The number is a no-brainer bet. I mean, this is put the mortgage on Gamecocks plus 11. Put the mortgage Hey, if you're, a, if you're a mouth breather from the upstate, put the farm on it, right? Put the tractor on it. Whatever you got to do. Carolina plus 11 is the best bet of the season. Again, South Carolina very well might lose this game. Certainly. They very well might lose it. There are obvious problems. And if, if Carolina cannot win at the line of scrimmage, if they cannot give Jason Brown time, if they cannot establish a running game, again, we're going to dive more in these details later in the week. If they can't do some of those things, hey, Gamecocks very well could lose. But Clemson has just not proven themselves. They have done nothing this season to impress me to a point where they're going to come into Williams-Brice Stadium in front of a raucous environment and roll to some three-touchdown victory. I, I, I just don't see it, guys. Again, there's a reason that when this line open at 14, and I respect Vegas guys, like I said, because Vegas, they don't build mansions off of winner's money. So they know what they're doing, right? They know what they're doing. But a lot like last week, 
where Auburn was overvalued and people just looked at, oh, they got Tank Bigsby and they got this player and that and whatever, and the name brand of Auburn, I, I think this is just another case of Vegas looks at Clemson and says they should be this, they should be this good. But, guys, they've been doing that all year. Again, I'm, this is not me picking South Carolina to win, but you're going to give me 11 points at home in a rivalry game? Guys, Will Muschamp is not the coach anymore. And this is not last year's or the year prior or the year prior or the year prior. Clemson team. Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and Ben Bulware and Tanner Muse, them guys ain't walking out the tunnel Saturday night. Expect a very close one under the lights at Williams-Brice Stadium. Again, that is not me saying the Gamecocks will win. But Carolina plus 11? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead and sign me up for that. Hey, if you got it anything higher, count your blessings. Throw even more money on it. Throw the car on it while you're at it. But best bet for this one, guys, it's a no-brainer. USC plus 11 all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. And we'll count our winnings and laugh our asses straight to the bank with USC plus 11 on Sunday morning. So, again, guys, the best bet's locked in. It's a no-brainer to me. Carolina plus 11. This will be a close game. This will be a close game at Williams-Brice Stadium. You can bet your ass on that. All right. But that being said, guys, again, we're continuing to talk gambling. One of my, if not my favorite weeks of the year. It is rivalry. Re- Delete that. It is rivalry weekend. The SEC officially week 13, guys. Again, I'm going to lock in my picks for all these games, guys. We went four and three last week in our SEC gambling picks. Get this, guys. Going to the final weekend of the regular season, we are 45, 45, and one overall. 45, 45, and one overall. My best bet is five and six on the year, guys. We desperately. I, it's not going to be a good look for TSUS if we finish the season, at least the regular season, below 500. Really need a big gambling weekend. We need a big weekend. It's going to start, by the way, tomorrow night when the game, when, when Mississippi State and Ole Miss play in the Egg Bowl. It's going to get fired up tomorrow night. So, again, we need a big, big weekend. You know where else we can have a big weekend? With our friends at prize picks guys if you're not signed up with prize picks so many of our listeners so many of our subscribers so many fans of the spurs up show including yours truly are winning tons of money with prize picks guys you can sign up for prizepicks.com and or download the prize picks app when you use the promo code tsus you're going to receive a 100 instant deposit match up to $100. Now, many of you are probably asking, Chris, what the hell is Price Picks? Well, Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entry. So, again, guys, it's all prop plays, yards, catches, touchdown catches, rushing yards, interceptions, you name it, right? You name it. They also got basketball, you know, uh, MLB, whatever. Here's what you do you pick two to five players, you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks optimizers or mass multi-entry so it's just you against the projection prize picks also allows mixed sports entry so you can take for example the over on lebron 
parlay with the under on Mahomes, parlay with the over on Jason Brown, parlay with the under on DJ Uyunglele. Hey, guys, they've also got college basketball. Of course, they've got college ball, which nobody else has, by the way. They've got MLB. they got NBA. they got NHL. I mean, everything you can think of, all the sports, they have Got it, guys. Prize Picks has a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And Prize Picks is 4.8 stars rated in the App Store with rave reviews. Again, guys, we have been crushing it all season long on Prize Picks. And I'll tell you what, guys, there's going to be a ton of value this weekend during rivalry weekend so again guys sign up today with price picks over at pricepicks.com and or use the promo code on their app the promo code is tsus for a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 and again guys we thank our friends over at price picks been a fantastic partnership throughout this 2021 college football season and it ain't nowhere near over yet all right let's dive into it guys because again we have a packed slate of games here over this rivalry weekend, it starts Thursday night in the Egg Bowls. Mississippi State takes on Ole Miss. The Fighting Mike Leeches are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The overner said it's 62-and-a-half, guys. The line to me in this one makes no sense. I feel like Ole Miss is a lot better of a team than Mississippi State. I understand the game is in Stark Vegas. The line makes no sense. So you know what I do when the lines makes no sense? I'm staying away from the line. Give me the total. Guys, Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach. Over 62 and a half. This game's got to go over. I mean, it just won't make any sense if this game does not go over. Give me the over 62 and a half. Hammer that. Going to be a really, really fun one. One of the best rivalries in all of college football. So, again, over 62 and a half when the Rebels take on the Bulldogs. Guys, Arkansas, Mizzou, I believe this one's a Friday kickoff. Arkansas, minus 15 in this one. The overrunner said a 62 and a half. I'll tell you what. Don't look now. But Mizzou is getting hot. After their win over the Florida Gators, they've won back-to-back games. I don't think Mizzou wins, but I tell you what, I do like Mizzou to cover the 15. I I think they're playing good football. I think they're playing confident and confidence and emotions. That's a big thing in a rivalry game. Give me Mizzou plus 15. They They don't win, but they cover. They don't win, but they cover. Georgia Tech taking on the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia a 30 Five-point favorite in this ballgame. The over in the city 55, guys, it's a Georgia game. You know what to do. Hammer, hammer, hammer. The under, under 55 will cash with ease in this one. Florida taking on Florida State. What an intriguing game this one is with Dan Mullen, no longer the head coach in Gainesville. The Gators are a three-point favorite. The over-under set at 59 and a half. Again, no Dan Mullen. You think to yourself, oh, man, this is the opportunity of Florida State to get them. They're going to take them down. They're going to beat them. Not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corsa would say. I'll tell you what, I think this Florida team, believe it or not, they'll actually play better without that drama looming around the program. Guys, hammer the Gators to cover Florida minus three, taking down the Florida State Seminoles. Guys, let's move to Auburn, Alabama. Bama, a 20 and a half point favorite. The over under set at 56 and a half. And I've got a buddy of mine that's convinced Auburn plus 19 and a half at homes to play. I simply don't see it, guys. We just saw this Auburn team, and they are less than stellar, to say the least. I understand Bama didn't look great last week against Arkansas, but they're going to hammer the Tigers on Saturday. Give me Bama minus 20 and a half. Nobody got rich from betting against Alabama, and I certainly will not be the one to do it this Saturday. Bama minus 20 and a half will 
cash. Tennessee taking on the Vanderbilt Commodores. Tennessee, a 31-point favorite. The over-under set at 62.5. Guys, interesting tidbit on this rivalry over the last 10 years. Do you guys realize this rivalry is 5-5? Five and five, And in that span, Vanderbilt had a three-game winning streak. Vandy will not win this one. I'm not touching the number either. 31's a ton of points, but I think the over 62 and a half. Josh Heupel's offense has been incredible in his first season. I like the over to hit in this game in Knoxville as Tennessee takes on Vandy. LSU, Texas A&M. A&M a six and a half point favor. The over set at 47. I went back and forth on this one. Game in Baton Rouge at LSU. I just think, guys, A&M is the more superior team, and Jimbo Fisher wants to continue to prove he wants to be in College Station. He likes his football team, and I like his football team as well. Give me Aggies, minus six and a half. And, guys, final game, Louisville taking on the Kentucky Wildcats. Louisville, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under set at 58-and-a-half. Guys, has, has there been a more disappointing team down the stretch in the second half of the season than Kentucky. I really thought Kentucky was going to be some juggernaut, some really good team. They were fighting for second in the SEC East, whatever. I I just feel like that completely has gone to the wayside. I'm going with the Cardinal, believe it or not, Louisville minus two and a half. I just don't trust Kentucky football right now. Give me Louisville to cover. They beat the Cats. They cover the two and a half. Louisville minus two and a half my play in that one. So again, guys, that's my SEC gambling picks for rivalry weekend, week 13. Yours truly needing a good week, a good final week of the regular season to close it out. As again, we sit at 45, 45 and one overall and five and six with the best bet. Again, guys, that's going to do it all for me. That's the SEC gambling picks. And of course, my best bet for South Carolina Clemson hammer the Gamecocks plus 11 and we will laugh our asses to the bank counting our winnings on Sunday morning again folks appreciate you all tuning in if you're traveling for the Thanksgiving holiday safe travels enjoy your time with the family appreciate you all tuning in content bleeding out the eyeballs content rolling here during this rivalry guys Y'all take care. Y'all have a great hump day. You have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. 
My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.